0: Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper play two psychics who end up in love through the power of plot and a MacGuffin. This is Vibes. Video Store Wasteland. Hello and welcome back. My name is Brian and this is Video Store Wasteland. Uh, I do uh, thank you guys for coming back and uh, listening to me, which, uh, you know, great i'm trying to get these episodes more out regularly so here's my promise to you for 2022 hopefully there's one a week no matter how short they are but uh today should be interesting uh because like i mentioned in the opening of today's episode was uh we're gonna look at the 1988 movie vibes now it's uh i'm gonna release this I, i'm obviously recording this before uh valentine's day but i'm gonna release it for that time because uh in my whole search for something to do for this because i know i did something for for halloween i decided to go with a romantic comedy and wasn't better one to do other than <laughs> the 1998 movie vibes that i've barely heard about maybe two weeks ago i heard about it when when i was doing the uh the stay tuned episode, mostly cause you know, when you're on a streaming service, like titles or whatever will appear at the bottom, this was there for stay tuned. And I was like, you know what? It caught my attention right away. St- Cindy Lauper, Jeff Goldblum. And honestly that the, the, the poster that they had or whatever the picture they had on the streaming service looks exactly like a cover of a VHS tape. So, uh, you know, that goes into my decision here, and uh, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at vibes. Uh, so, like I said, 1988, and let's, uh, let's start how we always start uh, these, these sort of uh, episodes, by looking into 1988 and movies. It's party time! P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta! Uh, no, okay, so 1988, we already did uh, one from this year. We did Twins. Uh, twins came out that year it was the fifth highest grossing movie of 88 and we also have other movies from that year being rain man who framed roger rabbit Coming to america crocodile dundee 2 rambo 3 fish called wanda cocktail which we'll get to eventually because uh it was you know it was one of the movies that came in my uh little mystery box of uh, vhs that i ordered then uh We, aside from that, we have Child's Play, which is the first Chucky movie. We got the Naked Gun movies, which is Zucker Brothers, which, uh, if you listen to my VHS, um, mystery box opening, (laughs) we found out that, uh, the Zucker Brothers do apparently more than just spoof movies because they did My Best Friend's Wedding. And I guess we'll, we'll watch that one compared to Naked Gun. I don't know. It'd be interesting to do uh and they also have halloween Four: the return of mike myers uh you yeah, know this is the one that they made right after halloween three because halloween three didn't have mike myers and they're like hey you know we're missing something from the formula here uh like i said big already uh we have oh nightmare on elm street four the dream master which you know that's an okay movie we have short circuit two we have heather's we have the great outdoors. Hot dogs. Okay. No, they make those things out of hot huh, shit, you know? Lips and assholes. <laughs> uh, I got some old fashioned I like assholes. <laughs> Beetlejuice, young guns, and something uh, you know, oh, blood sport and they live and something for, you know, all my Latino out there. We do also have Stand and Deliver, 'cause Lord knows we've seen that movie several times. How do I reach these it's like you know. Eventually, you know, I'll do a whole series of just Latino Chicano films, because um, you now it's important to the culture. I guess that is important to the culture. I mean, it's the only way our stories get out there, and there's very few stories about Latinos that are out there that uh, don't involve the cartel. <laughs> um, please, please make something that doesn't involve the cartel, doesn't involve fucking cholo's and all that. You know, we're more, we're more than that. We're taco vendors. I mean, come on, plenty of stuff you could do with that. If you don't do it, I will. So that's uh, you know just a warning for all you people out there. Get ready for the worst movie you've ever seen. Mm, trust me, I will go out of my way to make it horrible. Stop me from doing it. I dare you. Anyway, uh, yeah, nineteen eighty-eight in film, we have you know titles like that. So in the grand sense of what that year was vibes does not vibe with the rest of it cuz it, it it books itself as a romantic comedy and we'll talk about it when we get to more of the discussion of the movie because i didn't feel anything from it and and that's uh let's just see at uh you know rom-coms from 1988 don't look like a good year mystic pizza yeah that was good i guess uh, Arthur too. big, it was big, technically a romantic comedy, I guess it was, Bull Durham, all right, there you go, that's all I need to say, Bull Durham, you baseball fans out there need to watch Bull Durham, you haven't seen Bull Durham, you're doing something wrong, uh, but yeah, no, 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 this, this movie does not fit in, in, uh, in that, that all, uh, but, uh, you know, let's take a look more into the cast, crew, and whatnot. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. All right, so, uh, like I said, the beginning cast. Cast is really just, uh, marked by the two leads here. and not really anybody else that I could, uh, tell from what we have. Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, Cindy Lauper, the singer. Yeah, so... That's why I chose it, too, because, you know, you, you get the uh, 80s. The, well, it's always been a thing that they do. They put a singer in with, uh, you know, an actor up and coming. I wouldn't even call Jeff Goldblum up and coming at the time, would I? When was uh, Earth Girls Are Easy? Because that was, like, his first one. The man had been working for... Yeah, the man had been working for a while already in TV. Oh, well, he was in Invasion Poly Snatchers. Cool. We'll watch that eventually. Uh, but, yeah... Oh, the fly, you stupid dumb. You gotta know, see, I have, I have both versions of the fly, the Vincent Price and the Cronenberg version. Boy, Morty, I really cronenberg the world up, didn't I? You got a whole planet of Cronenbergs walking around down there, Morty. But I haven't seen either, and uh, might as well do it on here. Actually, this is the same year as Earth Girls Are Easy. Wow. You see, you see? You see what happens? some, some movies stick, some don't, not, this movie does not stick, anyway, uh, Cyndi Lauper, Jeff Goldblum, and there's not really too many other people in the movie that I could tell, you know, there's Ramon Bieri, who really, I don't know too much about TV actor, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume, um, Michael Lerner, where have I heard that name before, Oh, uh, oh, oh, he's fucking like president. He's the mayor of New York in Godzilla. The guy who looks like Roger Ebert. Oh, uh, all right. So yeah, there you go. Is <laughs> the guy who looked like Roger Ebert in Godzilla. If you remember the movie Godzilla in 1999 by Roland Emmerich, uh, depending on what you think about disaster movies is good or is awful. So there you go. Uh, the movie was directed by Ken Quapis, who is more of a TV director, and uh, for all my Office fans out there, he did the first two episodes and the finale, uh, and the Company Picnic episode, The <laughs> when Michael goes on the lecture circuit. Oh boy. It's not an Office podcast, but he could easily turn into one, considering the people I know around me and trust me it would but there's too much office content out there i think we need we need to uh explore other other sitcoms please and thank you you know there's uh, there's always sunny there's a good one please go watch that P- please go listen to that podcast it's a great podcast uh the three guys do it together the three male leads minus danny devito because if Danny DeVito's there, you know, it'd be the Danny DeVito show. I mean, it already is the Danny DeVito show. I digress. Anyway, Ken Quap is director of this one and TV. Uh, and then we have the DP of this movie, uh, John Bailey, who, again, mostly, mostly TV stuff. Uh, he did, uh, what's it called? Ordinary People. I do recommend that one if you're into, like, sort of family dynamics especially after tragedy. Uh, we'll, we'll, when we get to that movie, I'll speak more on, on that. It's really interesting to take apart. It is a movie that I, I did watch in film school, did enjoy a lot in film school. Um, uh, now we have the editor, Carol Littleton, who worked on E.T. So, you know, it's just, it's just a interesting combination of people coming together to make this movie that, uh, don't really seem like they go together too much but uh it it tells you can tell you can tell by how how uh, the movie falls apart on itself and it's no other no other person's fault other than the movie anyways um so it's been a while already i guess uh we're gonna move on to more of discussion of the film itself but first before we get to that i'd like to welcome our second sponsor ever uh in just one second it's valentine's day romance is in the air and if you're like me you're allergic to it but if you're not like me contact vibes new dating service where mediums and psychics pair you up with that special someone they do the overthinking that way you don't have to but let's face it you're gonna do it anyway vibes, do it, (laughs) I quite enjoy doing those little fake ad reads, gives me an opportunity to uh, try to be funny, I guess, (laughs) anyway, um, let's move on from my attempt at funny to uh, my attempt at earnest and efficient movie. Evisceration. Let's do it. So, right off the bat, let me just say this. Uh, I guess a couple things about the movie. One, per Cindy Lauper's, uh memoir, she and Jeff Goldblum did not get along during the filming of the movie, and holy fuck, can you fucking tell? These people do not like each other at all, at fucking all, and yeah, you know, it's it's a clash of two big personalities. You got Jeff, motherfucking Goldblum on one side, and then Cindy Lauper, the like princess of pop in the eighties. Like, if you do not know who Cindy Lauper is, just take a pic, just go look a picture of her, and you could probably understand what I mean. You know, big personality because. That's sort of what she, uh, market herself on. You know, she's the one who did Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Uh, she did the Goonies song. I mean, right? Goonies? Goonies was cool. Wow, I'm old. Anyway, um, yeah, this apparently they didn't fucking like each other. And also, Dan Aykroyd was supposed to be the lead, not Jeff Goldblum. He spent all of like 10 minutes on set and he decided not to do the movie, which is weird because this movie's right up, uh, Dan Aykroyd's alley. And if you don't know why I say that, well, go look up the craziness that is Jan Aykroyd and what he believes because the man is insane. Just the fact that he has a vodka line called S- Crystal Skull Vodka should be plenty clues enough to understand what I mean when, uh, I say that Dan Aykroyd is, uh, Dan Aykroyd's weird. Like, I'm fucking weird, but, like, Dan Aykroyd is out there, man. All the fucking Ghostbusters shit, he said he based it on real-life events. An actual ghost gave him a blowjob. And he wrote about it. Parents, explain that to your kids, please. Anyway, uh, the movie. Um... It it uh it doesn't know what it wants to be throughout the entirety of it. If you go on uh Amazon, which is where I watch it, Amazon Prime, um the little little tagline that they give, it it reads in the first like five, six words that it's a romantic comedy. I neither laughed nor felt romance. It honestly tries to bill itself as that, but it feels like it should have try to be more like it's it's really trying to be romancing the stone um which is robert zemeckis and which is funny because this one was uh vibes was executive produced by ron howard of all people which you know it is it is seems like a vehicle for for a ronnie howard uh movie uh mostly because i think it fits like what uh what he goes after a lot you know Uh, quirky stories about people with magical elements. And uh, this movie really does not do that. Because at the beginning, it's like a whole little foggy mystical thing through Ecuador and whatnot where you're first introduced to the MacGuffin of the power stone or the power source that they're trying to look for. And that's what the movie uh, leads up to you know that's all it's trying to do it just leads up to jeff goldblum and cindy loper's characters going to ecuador to find this mysterious stone on the pretext that it's someone's son's missing um but that does not happen until like hey hold on i have it written down here in my freaking yeah all that does not happen until like 30 minutes into the movie we're well past like act one the movie's only like an hour and 38 minutes long and they spent a half hour of it trying to set up this relationships between the characters that never come into fruition because honestly none of these characters needed to be in this movie for any of the events to happen everything was going to fall apart and destroy itself without the help of cindy Lauper, jeff goldblum but um there's uh There's one thing that I, I will say that it's working towards its benefit at the beginning of the movie, and it's uh, and it's this. It's it's the, uh, the fact that there's. The New York Mets, and uh, it's. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge huge Dodger fan, but uh, you know, kind of like the Mets too, and it's always cool when uh, sometimes they have an actors or favorite team baseball team or whatever in the movie and you know so i guess cindy Lopper's is a huge huge mets fan because she's from new york you know queens specifically but yeah you know cool little thing again not a sports podcast but yeah it's uh pretty pretty cool i think i don't know because <laughs> so far halloween's a bigger letdown than being a mets fan opening day and here's the first pitch and the season's over but uh, yeah, like it takes a half hour for anything to get started in terms of story. All the beginning is is like setting up that these people are, are psychics and they're gonna work with each other at NYU, at sort of a paranormal studies sort of uh, you know department. So kind of like co at the beginning, which you know Dan Aykroyd and all that being involved at the very beginning of this kind of kind of makes sense why they included it. But uh, overall, I don't think I don't think. I don't think that's what they were going for, mostly just trying to get these two people who are psychics together, which is funny, because all the psychics at the beginning also come at the end to try to get this power stone, this MacGuffin that they're all chasing after, uh, the one that brings Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum together, and is really, really fucking forcing it, man, because... Yeah, think of a romantic comedy, you think of a comedy, or you think of an action-adventure movie and any sort of regard that has romantic or comedic elements, and this is not one of them at all. Like I, I get when, when uh, I, think, I think Roger Ebert said something, like it's super forgettable. I am one of these fucking critics, right? Who cares what they say? But it's, it's super forgettable, and it gets lost in the mire of movies from the 1980s, and that is fucking correct, because... If I were there in 1988, what what do you think I fucking remember more? Do you think I remember fucking Vibes or Twins? No, I fucking remember Twins more. We already did an episode on Twins and a little update on Twins. Apparently, it's a fucking Nazi movie. We'll get to that later in an update. But holy fuck, man. Upon further review, this movie, not this one, Twins. It's a very, very, not even subtext about Nazism. Anywho, um, Vibes. Like, yeah, like you get into like what forty five minutes, forty four minutes into the movie, and uh, that's when they're in Ecuador, and I I don't know I don't know what the Ecuador thing was for other than to get them together and to go to a fucking separate location, but the thing is is that the beginning of the movie states that both these people are unlucky in love, you know, Jeff Goldblum gets cheated on because the man's his psychic ability is he touches something you can tell like what it is you know he touches a knife he can tell you what it's used for a murder or or, you know buttering your toast uh cindy Lauper has like a psychic guide or whatever the fuck called louise and she like guides her through things and she knows stuff and you know she's dating Steve Buscemi literally is in the movie for less than 5 maybe 2 minutes tops Steve we get we get 2 minutes of Steve Buscemi How do you do fellow kids What and he just serves to be that fucking you know that toxic boyfriend type you know one of these and it only serves, I guess, for character development or, or it's really just exposition. The the first half hour of this movie is just exposition and it uh I wouldn't say it sucks or it uh is to the detriment of the rest of the film. It's just nothing ever gets built upon it. And like halfway through we have nothing going on. And we they're in there doing absolutely nothing and a lot of that nothing leads to more nothing because like i didn't lose the plot in this one like i've i've done before in other movies i you know was following I, i may have been doing like laundry and all that at the same time but like it's a very simplistic plot and a lot of nothing happens in the middle of it i mean it's not the worst thing for a movie to happen or to happen in a movie because there's a lot of movies that is more about character work and you know, maybe, maybe the plot is something in the subtext, but there is, there's no text in, in this one. There's, there's nothing it, uh, as far as, as action adventure movies goes, not too much action or adventure as far as comedy movies go. I really wasn't laughing. And, uh, as far as romance movies goes, I didn't feel, I didn't feel jack shit. Yeah. So vibes has a problem with it and it's not the vibes, man. It's, uh, it's the fucking plot. Uh, just just going through my notes and it's a lot of like why is this happening there's nothing really going on like it is yeah you have the character stuff there that uh these these two supposed to fall in love or whatever. Not fucking what okay i guess you have that uh someone's dragging them off to ecuador to do this shit but like at that point like i said they're not even needed because that the whole fucking finale of the movie everything gets destroyed whether whether it's the fact that cindy Lopper's spirit guide was the one who went into the light and did all that crap or if it was like something else altogether and uh very 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 much could be in something else altogether but uh it uh nah <laughs> nah fam I, I didn't feel i didn't feel it at all uh, uh at all the, like, bad guys get their gum up it's at the end but it's just because they happen to be there I mean yeah the matte painting at the end where it shows the ruins of whatever town that the uh, power stone the MacGuffin was at it looked cool nothing else really looked cool in the whole movie because um, as Jeff Goldblum once said that is one big pile of shit yeah it is one big pile of shit. So, uh, this, this Valentine's Day, don't, don't, don't watch this. Go watch something. Like, I mean, go, go ahead and watch this. Go for your, for your own education if you want to. If you want to suffer like I have suffered, go watch this movie. I, I want you to suffer like I have. Cause, cause pain is suffering. A great day for suffering. Which is the. Which is the best day. Anyways. Um. Yeah. That's vibes man. It's alright. Would I recommend it? No. 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 I would not recommend it. Am I glad I watched it? You know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean. What else was I going to do with an hour and a half of my time on a freaking Tuesday? Um. I guess there's other things I could be watching, but you know what? Those other things I wouldn't wouldn't come out here and talk to you about. Which is funny that I'm noticing that the worse the movie is, the more I talk about, the less I talk about, the better the movie is. See Scream, 2022. Great movie. Then we have uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. My longest episode. Fucking not the worst thing in the world but it's pretty bad for a halloween movie nah i'm just kidding it's one of the better halloween movies i just wanted to talk about it uh so yeah this is uh i'm brian and uh thank you for joining me here in the wasteland